It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday slash Thursday slash Friday. Woohoo! There, Scooter. I was waiting for that. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. Final show of the week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If I forget to tell you, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Included in those wishes, Ed Peak. Hello, Ed. I was told that uh, we're supposed to have turkey dressing, mashed potatoes, gravy, and rolls as a celebration. Yeah. After the show, it'll be here at one fifteen. You hang around. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go out and get it and bring it back. And uh, you, ha- well, Scooter, and I are gonna go get it. You just hang around here, and we'll. Uh... Scooter, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. That was the plan. Me and John were going to run and get it. You just hang <laughs> yeah. here. We'll be back. Just hang loose. We'll yeah. be back. We're not going to the casino. We're going to go uh, get the turkey and dress. <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, stop in, get your uh, fountain drink at Thornton's, 32 ounces or smaller, 89 cents. Scooter got his today. Ed went 44 ounces like he always does. Wow. It's a little extra. It's not 89 cents, but um, he has no bladder, so it just uh, it never comes out. He's fine. I've got, again, the bottled Pepsi. I've, I've dropped the ball the last couple of days. Scooter's man. angry with me. You're not a company man. I get it. I am a company man. <laughs> I, I love Thornton's, although the uh, air the uh, tire air filler upper yesterday was uh, it cost me two bucks. I didn't get much air in my tires, I can tell you that. But uh, who's complaining? Go to Thornton's, get yourself a fountain drink. It'll keep your day going in the right direction. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Why do you pay for air now at these places? I don't understand. Two that. bucks for... Unbelievable. And look, it'll, it's five minutes worth, so it's plenty of time to get in there. I don't know what I was doing wrong. I just didn't get enough air in my tire. Uh, what are you going to do? I'm not going to go there. What are you going to do? It is Wednesday, November 22nd. Uh, the next time I'm... In this seat after today, Ed, I'll be 60 years old. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, Saturday. Congratulations. Well, I haven't made it yet. <laughs> I haven't made it yet. Uh, oh, man. Normal response would be happy birthday, <laughs> yeah. Ed. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. We never thought you'd make it to 60. What an accomplishment. Hey, I got 10 years on, on you, and people <sighs> think, my gosh, you're six, uh, 70. No, nobody thinks that. And I'm thinking, my Everybody goodness. says you're not 80? Really, but anyway, I need to lose about seventy pounds. That's seventy. That would get me down to my non-playing weight of two hundred. Um, <laughs> Boy, we're off the rails early. We got a lot Scoots. to get to today in this uh, next fifty-four minutes, including scooter spread selections. Yeah, which we do every Wednesday, uh, six and eight last week. So hoping to bounce back a little bit. He considers that a good week, and the way he's bet this year, he should. Do we have we have sixteen games this week, right? We have got a full slate. Nice full slate. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be on fire. Starting with three tomorrow, the first ever Black Friday game between the Dolphins. I think they play the Jets on Friday. Uh, Correct. And your normal. By the way, today is fifty two days in a row we had football. Today there's no football. Whether it was Maction, NFL, Monday night, Thursday night, college football. No Maction tonight? No Maction tonight. We had two games last night, but no Maction tonight. First time in 52 days. Wow. No football. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. How'd Maction do last night, John? We go over? 
We uh, we we went home teams and over. Visitors won both games big, and both games went under. Oh, uh, that is officially an over. Yeah, but I do have an over story from the NBA that is going to it lit me up last tell, night. Tell me you had the Pacers and Hawks, and they I hit the over in the, the first over. half. They, <laughs> this is the highest over I can recall seeing for an NBA game. Do you know what it was? Take a guess at what the over under was. 260. 252 and a half. And wow. what's what's the theory? They can't make it high they enough. Couldn't make it high enough. 157 to 152. They Pacers? Went, they yeah, Pacers beat the Hawks. They went 309 last night. It's crazy. This is the seventh time in NBA history that both teams scored 150 or more points in a regulation game. Wow. Seventh time in history. I was when, watching when I saw the spread yesterday, or when I saw the over under, I went, "Oh my god, two fifty two and a half. That's sixty three points a quarter." Well, the Pacers are the worst defensive team in the NBA. They're allowing, I think, almost one hundred twenty six points a game. And did you know I had the, the over by the way? The best defensive team in the NBA, they are allowing one hundred five points per game. So it's, scoring is yeah, up in the four NBA. of the five games last night went over, which means I won zero because I had a five team parlay. But four of the five went over. One of these days, last you'll night. start single betting. <laughs> I I doubt it. I doubt it. I no, doubt it. I'm not going to do it. it. I you know what? I lose a lot less this way, Scooter. That's the way I look at yeah, it. Yeah, but you could win a lot more single bet. But I can lose a lot less. You got to think. Risk-reward, I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's risk-reward. Uh, college football playoff rankings came out last night. I am not happy. Uh, Louisville fans should not be happy. I think it's ridiculous. We'll get to that. Number one team in the country lost last night. If you didn't stay up late enough to watch it, Marquette uh, took Kansas behind the woodshed last night, 73-59. Scooter, you didn't have to work the KSR boys this morning. Did you step watch Ooh, that one? wrong three letters, John. KRC, KRC boys. boys. Did you stay up and watch that I one? did. I stayed up and watched the entirety of the game. So that, that was nice, being able to stay up to almost one in the morning. That If this was a normal night where I had to work KRC in the morning, I would have been so ticked off because that game went so late. But, yeah, it was fun. Fun well, watch. The, well, the other game was terrible, right? The Purdue-Tennessee. Purdue-Tennessee. Wasn't good. Well, it was foul after foul after foul after foul and just slog and two and a half hours long, and you're like, man, is this game ever going to end? But uh, Purdue wins it. They'll play Marquette today. I got a great stat for you. Uh, let me pull my screen out here. Marquette, who's ranked fourth, by the way, will play number two Purdue today. They played number one, Kansas, last night. They are the first team to play the AP number one and number two teams on back-to-back days since Loyola of Chicago lost to UCLA, who was number one, and Marquette, ironically, who was number two. Bill Walton played for that UCLA team. That was January of 1972. The wow. last time a team played one and two in back-to-back nights. I was negative 17. I was 19 years old. I was eight. <laughs> uh, Kentucky Louisville, we will talk about the Governor's Cup. This is going to be our last chance. I was going to do a show Friday. I was all fired up about it and then found out that we're going to have an IHSA championship football at 11 a.m. on uh, Friday, 7 p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, listeners, not my fault. You can direct all your uh, hate mail to Dugan Ryan. He is <laughs> the uh, – Guy, is that guy that makes that decision? Is that and, 11 uh, o'clock game, Christian Academy? I have no idea. Are you, you think I do research for this show? Have you listened to this show yet? Uh, 
Will. Six pack coming up. Six pack was three and three again last week. Uh, I'm six games over 500. So feeling good. Tony did, and Al the uh, big Al the fish did send me their NFL locks. So we'll give you those as well. They are treading water at two and three each of the last three weeks. They kind of said they feel like Scooter. Some would say they're no good at gambling, kind of like Scooter. Yeah, I guess that's the truth. All right, Ed, let's get to it. Louisville, Kentucky, noon Saturday. It uh, Cards are a seven-point favorite here. When's the last time Louisville beat Kentucky? It's been a while. It's been a minute. It was uh, the last time they it beat It wasn't Satterfield. It was at uh, Kroger Field. Uh, it was the game where they tried to put a garbage can over the top of Lamar that. Jackson, and Kentucky just really lost it. Mentally in that Well, that tells me all I need to know. Lamar Jackson was the quarterback the last time Louisville beat Kentucky. They're seven-point favorites. You got a new coach who understands the magnitude of the rivalry. I don't think the last couple did. What do you think? What do you think happens? I agree with you. What's the key to this game? Well, the key to the the game is it's kind of the same scenario for Louisville all the time. If if Jack Plummer plays well and if he doesn't – Make bonehead plays, which he he was spot on. I had to in the fourth quarter against Miami. Yes, uh, they called the correct plays. I don't think Jeff is uh, Brom is going to call a lot of okay. This guy go forty yards, try to get it to him. You know, I don't think he's he, he's done with that. Now they, against IU, he did have a couple of nice long passes off and on. Plummer has proven that he's better with the short maybe quick hitters and, and, and things like that. Now, Kentucky, and I was just talking to uh, Nick Roush, who was KRC. my bad. Why don't we get that right? Well, that, he's KSR as well, so kind of okay. confusing there. Oh, okay. So he's right. KSR as a writer. By the way, I didn't know he could write. And he's <laughs> KRC on the radio. For what he, it's worth, he can't write. He can type. He was saying that Kentucky Who mentally, can write anymore? Who uses a pen except me? Uh. He said that Kentucky mentally is in a horrible place right now. I would Stoops, agree with that. Stoops, Stoops on Saturday was horrible. He 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 recovered a little bit. There's two things about Kentucky that when I've seen them in person uh, twice, Florida and Alabama, and I thought they were decent against Florida. They were spot on. They were ex- by far their best game of the year. And then against Alabama, uh, of course, Alabama's Alabama. Uh, also watched the South Carolina game. Yeah. Now I have to be quite honest with you. I was bored to death. I didn't think <laughs> South Carolina was very good, and Kentucky was worse. So, yeah, if you want to know who I think is going to win, uh, I think it's going to be Louisville. But, but in Do this they cover game, the seven? Because, you know, this show's all about whether you cover um, or not. I agree. I understand. Yeah. They'll cover the seven, but. Who will? What, Louisville? Louisville will okay. cover the seven. Okay. And in this game, things happen that you don't normally think will happen. The 44-40 to 40 game several years ago was not a 44-40. to 40. It, Louisville should have won a lot easier than that. Kentucky was not as good that year. However, they somehow – Kyle Boland, and I got some breaking news. Breaking news here, folks. You got music for sound, that, Scooter? Sound – I hope not. Negative. Okay. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Oh. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Boland – We'll push the button that. Oh no! You see, you're ruining it for the fans. 
they're going to they're going to see it when they get there on. Well, on yeah, Saturday. but they wanted to be surprised. Okay, well, of course, you know, he went any, off. Any way we game. can take that out of the podcast, or <laughs> of course, can we yeah. take that? Can no you problem. mark that? Yeah. The Lexington, Kentucky graduate had at Lexington. Lexington Catholic graduate had really shown not a whole lot until that Kentucky game, and he went wild. Ah, all right, he he used that Kentucky secondary. If I'm Louisville fan, here's what I'm worried about. Lamar's final year, 28-point favorite, lose the game. Um, I remember when Dave Ragone played against, uh, I think it was Jared Lorenzen. Jared Lorenzen, right. In, uh, well, at the time, Papa John's Cardinal Stadium. And Louisville's a heavy favorite. Mm-hmm. Cats win that game. Here's what would worry me. Kentucky's got five losses. Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, who's nine and two and ranked ninth, right, right. which I got a problem with. Tennessee, mm-hmm. and the only outlier is South Carolina, who is a bad team. I will uh, give I, you I, that. I, I that they're a bad team, right. right? Really bad defense, and Kentucky scored fourteen points. It would scare me to to look at it and say, man. Other than that South Carolina game, Kentucky's basically won the games they were supposed to win and lost the games they were supposed to lose. Well, if you read some of the publications and you listen to some of the other commentators around here, they thought Kentucky was going to go nine and three. Now I don't yeah. know I, what would we have them. Uh, I got Scoots it in the book. Seven and five. I think we had them eight and four, nine and three, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I might have even went six and six. But, Ed. But did anybody have? I remember last year, Ed, you had Louisville like nine and three, yeah, or that was, ten and two. That, that was stupid. This was the year to do that, and you didn't do it. Right. I went what nine and three or eight and four. I think I went eight and four. Louisville's lost one game they shouldn't have lost to Pitt. Well, and, and we're we're playing this game here. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just saying talent wise, they okay. shouldn't have lost right, to Pitt. Right. Kentucky shouldn't have lost to South Carolina. Right. All right. But I also look at Louisville's schedule. No North Carolina, who's struggled lately, by the way. No Florida State. No Clemson. I mean, their non-conference games. Indiana. Okay. Um, their their ACC schedule was not difficult. The win over Notre Dame was great. Now, it was a home game. It was, it was great. The win over Duke at the time was great, even though Riley Leonard played in that game, but he was obviously not the guy before he got hurt. Other than Notre Dame, who have they beaten? North Carolina State. Who's now who's ranked now again, ranked, And that has proven to be a road win. A road win. Now, we'll see how State – North Carolina State, North Carolina do Saturday. That's yeah. a big rivalry. That, that'll well, be. I love this week of football. That will be. That will be. Uh. That that will be an interesting game. You know, State, NC State beat Carolina last year uh, on that. And uh, it's in Raleigh this year. And it's in Raleigh. And Raleigh is a tough, tough place to play. Louisville's two best wins, in my opinion. NC State and Notre Dame. And Notre Dame, no, no question. Yeah. Now, now think about this for a minute. Of all the games that Louisville won down the stretch, you got to throw Indiana in there. You got to throw Duke. Well. Duke, not so much. They control that game. Notre Dame, uh, Virginia Tech, not so much Virginia Tech, is, but it was close. And at the end, Virginia. You could, If you go the other way yeah, the Virginia, on those. The Virginia, Virginia, the Virginia and Miami games, they, they trailed after three quarters in both games. You could, you, could, you could make a case that Louisville could be, well, eight and four or eight and three. You could make a case for that, but they're not. They're ten and one in this team. They could have lost, lost Georgia Tech. Well, abs- yes, yes. I said this before, and I said this a long time ago. You can kind of get a feel for teams after three or four or five games. There's something about this team 
there's something about Jeff and how he coaches and what he does. I mean, this is not the best team that Louisville has ever had. Not, I don't want to say not even close because it, it's impossible to compare. It's a very, very good team. But Louisville's had better teams than this. Now, yeah. you say, well, it's the schedule. Well, I come back with the same thing. I was thinking about this yesterday preparing for the show. You do – you play the games that are put in front of you. You can't nitpick this, that, and the other along the way. Okay, Louisville fans are – you know, they're jumping up and down, doing cartwheels up and down uh, Floyd Street because they're 10-1. and one. Now, yeah. if they, they go 10-2, and two, that's going to put a spoiler on a lot of things. We're going to take a break. I <laughs> uh, left David hanging on the phone. I hope he can hang on through the break. We're going to also get the Scooters uh, spread selections after this timeout. Spears on Sports presented by Evan M. Cartage on the Big X. John Spears. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears, Ed Peak in studio on this day before Thanksgiving. Uh, we're having lasagna tomorrow, by the way. What? Yeah. That's un-American. That is well, horrible. Say what you want. That is un-American. You can't hurt my feelings. <laughs> Thanksgiving for my wife's family is being celebrated Saturday. And my wife and my children and my grandchild are all heading out to my wife's sister's house in Lawrenceburg to celebrate with turkey and dressing and and all this all the fixings, but I will be on the road to Morgantown, West Virginia. I'm going to miss that that garden spot in the- uh, on my 60th birthday. I'm going to be on a bus for six hours heading to Morgantown, missing the UK U of L game, missing the Ohio State Michigan game. You signed but, up for this, but I'm not bitter. Go Knights! <laughs> Let's uh, go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. See if David uh, hung on through the break. Hello, David. Are you there? Hey, David. Yeah, I'm I'm there hanging on through the break and Thank you, everything. Buddy. And I'd just say that with this Thanksgiving week we can definitely be thankful for just all the sports, you know, just choices that we have when you think of just everything that we have in our, our country. I can say that sports is definitely the big Thanksgiving present that, you know, we've certainly been given over, over the years. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. No uh, doubt. Look. Yeah. Look, the Lions play, the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving. Yeah. We've now, for the last oh, five or six years, had a night game on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I love it. Love we it. got the Egg Bowl. We got the preseason NIT going on on Thursday. We got all kind of football and basketball on Friday. Um, yeah. It's fantastic. Rivalry weekend oh, I know it. here yeah. in college football. It's one of the best weekends all year. Oh, man. I think so, yeah. It's great. And I think when it, like years ago, wasn't there a high school game years ago? Mail Manual a, used to play. A child on, hearing uh, about what, Mail versus Manual. Yep. I guess they don't do that anymore. Th- but that was fun to cover. I guess though. that was a big I, Thanksgiving yeah. tradition for, it was. for years, wasn't it? Ed's old enough to remember, and I'm not. Well, it goes back to the 18th. It's the longest or one of the longest rivalries in uh but they used to play football. on Thanksgiving yes, Day. They but did. that was that was back when very few teams made the playoffs. Not everybody made it, and you could play. And back in the fifties, they didn't have game. playoffs. Yeah. So, but yeah, thank you, David. I appreciate the call. Have a sure. happy Have a happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Happy you Thanksgiving, same, David. Yes. Take care, buddy. I hated to let David go there, Scooter, but we got to get to Scooter's spread selections because this show. Well, Scooter took his headset off here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's not hearing anything I say. Uh, your spread selection, six and eight last week. I'm but ready. You, you had two really good weeks heading into last Get week. Get ready for another really good week. Full <laughs> slate of games. Let's start Thursday, 1230 on Fox, Green Bay at Detroit. The Lions escaped. Late touchdowns against Chicago last week to get to eight and two, second best record in the NFC. They are seven and a half point favorites at home on Turkey Day. Ah, oh, dang it! I was waiting for this number. I had the Lions in mind. Seven and a half kind of scares me, but you know what? Green Bay last week was a farce. I think Detroit covers this. Washington at Dallas, game two, four thirty on CBS. Dallas kills everybody that's not any good, yep. but they can't beat anybody that's good. And Washington's four and seven. I think. The commanders go into the not very good category, so Dallas is 11 this week. I'll take the 11 this there. This is the third straight week they've been a double-digit favorite. Yeah, give me Dallas. You're taking Dallas? Yeah, I, I thought, like Dallas. I thought you said I'll take the 11. No, I'm giving the 11. Okay, all right. I ain't scared. 820 NFC West game, San Francisco at Seattle. My pick to win the NFC, still hanging in there at 7-3, and three, the Niners. Seattle, disappointing loss, last-second field goal for the Rams last week. NBC for this one, San Francisco on the road, seven-point favorite. Just seven? Just seven. Yeah, I've got to go San Fran here. Oh, That's yeah. three big He's favorites. He's giving a I lot of it. points yeah. there. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to switch strategies. Can I make a real quick point? I would say yes, but you've never made a quick okay. point. One of the best coaches in the NFL, and I'm not telling anything anybody doesn't know, is the Seattle coach who used to be at USC. Pete Carroll. Yeah. Pete Carroll, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, Friday, the first Black Friday game in the NFL. I don't know, you know, why not take every day of the week? They take, they're going to take Friday now. Miami at the Jets, three o'clock on Amazon Prime. Jets are a mess. Tim Boyle's going to be the quarterback. Miami is a ten-point favorite on the road. That number literally can't go high enough for me, John. You could have told me twenty and a half, and I'm still taking Miami. What about that strategy you were getting ready to change? Well, I mean, yeah, but that's when you—that's when you introduced me the Jets and Tim Boyle. I can't change a strategy Tim with Tim Boyle. Boyle. Zach Wilson demoted to third string. How's he feeling this week? Good grief! I don't know. Zach how, Wilson is third string. How's Trevor Simeon feeling? Because That's true, he yeah. was second string last week. They put Boyle in instead, and he's second string again. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, All right, Jets, Sunday, bad, bad, bad. early games, Carolina, Tennessee. That's a bad game. One mm -hmm. and nine against three and seven. Tennessee's three and a half at home. I don't believe really in either of these teams, but I definitely do not believe in Carolina, so I'll take Tennessee with the points. Well, you're finally going to get a game now where you, don't, you, can, you can't give any points. Love it. New Orleans at Atlanta, pick them. I'll take Atlanta. Atlanta at home there. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, do, do I need to ask? The Steelers are a one-point favorite with a new offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, no, I'll take the Steelers. Matt Canada's gone. No Joe Burrow. Pittsburgh wins. What's the spread on that real quick? One. Pittsburgh's one. I'll go with the Bengals. Bengals they got they, they to win one game eventually. They're, they're done. Yeah. I, I, I they're agree done. they're they done. They still got to play the Bills. They still got to play the, the Chiefs. They already beat the Bills. Oh, yeah. They still got to play the Chiefs, though. They're done. In that division, they got the Ravens again. Oh, no, I think they're done with the Ravens, actually. But they yeah. do have, Cle Ravens they are have too Cleveland again. Jacksonville at Houston. This game, if you told me at the beginning of the year, week week 12, this is going to be a big game, I just said, you're crazy. It's a big game. Mm -hmm. Houston demolished Jacksonville in Jacksonville, but the Jags are one and a half here at Houston. Jags are coming for payback. They cover that. Wow, that was quick and to the point. Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. Uh, Shaq Leonard got cut by the Colts surprisingly yesterday, the linebacker. Nobody saw that coming. 
Um, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Starting linebacker, but the Colts are two and a half point favorites against the reeling Buccaneers. I'm going to take the reeling Buccaneers and the two and a half. The fighting Baker Mayfields. That's right. Going with wow. The, with the Mayfield. Wow. New England at the Giants. New England's two and eight. Giants are three and eight. Terrible game. New England on the road is a three point favorite. I don't understand that. I'm yeah, jumping that, all over the Giants. Yeah, that should, shouldn't be the case. I'm on Giants as well. I think Vegas is smart enough. New England probably covers this game because it just looks fishy. Uh, Rams at Arizona. Late games begin with that one. Uh, pick them. Rams at Arizona. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Connor Murray's back. Yeah, he is. He was good last week. He's, he's just been playing finish. pretty well. Yeah, I'll go Arizona here. Cleveland at Denver. It's not John Elway against Barney Kosar. I'll say that. But uh, Cleveland seven and three. Denver's hot. They won four in a row. The Broncos are two and a half at home. I'll take Denver. I don't believe in DTR. Oh, you just hate Cleveland because you're a Pittsburgh fan. Kansas City at Las Vegas. Chiefs trying to bounce back. Chiefs are seven and three. They haven't looked good offensively at all lately. But they're they're nine point favorites in Vegas. Here's the question I have. Is Taylor Swift going to be in attendance? Because that really sways things in the so. favor I think of the she's Chiefs. She's in Europe on tour. Okay, then I'm going Las Vegas with the plus nine. Travis Kelsey. I was actually thinking about this earlier today, John. If you just polled Swifties and asked them what they thought about Travis Kelsey, none of them think he's a good tight end because he hasn't done anything since they started dating. Ooh, that's mean spirit. That is mean spirit. Uh, Buffalo at Philadelphia. Great uh, late afternoon game on Sunday. The Bills six and five, but they need a win. They they continue to need wins. That. That playoff race in the AFC is crazy. Uh, Eagles look great in the second half on Monday night. They are three-point favorites over Josh Allen. I'm going to roll with the Bills here just because it seems like a time where Philly needs to lose a game. They need to be knocked down a peg. This feels like a good good opportunity. Sunday night football, Baltimore at the Chargers. Mm. Oh, Brandon Staley getting testy in, news, in press conferences now. Chargers are four and six again, just like the Chargers always are. Doesn't matter that Justin Herbert's their quarterback. Lamar and the Ravens on the road, three and a half point favorites. You talked me into it. I think the Chargers lose by three here, but they cover. And finally, Monday Night Football, Chicago and Minnesota, the uh, Norris division there. Gross. The Can I skip NFC. this one? You cannot. Minnesota's a three and a half point favorite, so you can't pick a push because uh, it's three and a hook. Uh, who you got? Vike Josh Dobbs against Justin Fields here. And it's in Minnesota? It is. I'll go Minnesota. All right. Those are Scooter's spread selections. I'm God. not going to repeat them because they're not terrible. worth repeating. I feel but terrible. You, <laughs> if you wrote them down, good oh. luck to you betting the other way. Tony and Big Al, the Fish's NFL locks are in two and three the last three weeks. They go with Scooter with Jacksonville. They're going to have to give two and a half. We're only giving one and a half. Scooter. All right. But they're going to give two and a half at Houston. They like the Jacksonville bounce back just like you did. They're with you on Denver against Cleveland, minus two and a half in Broncos country. They're with you on Arizona. Now, they are, oh, they are getting a half a point there. This isn't good. doesn't matter. This isn't against good. Against the Rams. <laughs> they are also with you with Chargers, plus three and a half at what? home against Baltimore. They do finally go against Scooter. And they take the Bears plus the three and a half on Monday night. Oh, how can they against take the Bears? Minnesota. Oh, no way. I take Minnesota. I'll bet the house on Minnesota. Tell Mrs. Peak that. You know, there's a couple of places you can drive to in uh, Louisville now. 
and yeah. uh, Southern Indiana and, and place that bet. My, or you can do it on says, your phone. Then. My wife says, no, you're not going there. You can do it on your phone. And she's locked my phone to where I can't make bets. <laughs> <sports books>. Six-pack, <laughs> unsponsored six-pack, which uh, I guess, I, boy, I'm going to jinx myself here, Scooter. I think people should be following me this year. I'm, it's gone well. Yeah, you've you had this has been your best run There's since no I started question. producing. I'm for six you. over five hundred. I love the college games that I got this week, and college has not been my forte. Right? No, I've been hot in the pros. I don't like the pro games this week, man. I love three well, college. I, I love more than three college games, but the ones I picked, I really love. I, I want to like, hear your picks. I well, feel like come up in the next segment. Ed. That's oh. called a tease. I feel like we're opposite than we normally are, John. I'm normally a lot better with NFL, and I stink at college, but I've been doing really well with college and not so much with NFL. College basketball last night, as I mentioned, Marquette beat number one Kansas. Purdue in a slugfest over Tennessee, 71-67. Boy, Maui, I know it's in Honolulu because of the fires, but it's been great. The teams that they've got over there, Gonzaga's over there as well. Um, so you had – Five of the top 11 teams in the country competing in this tournament. Uh, I got to say, that's pretty cool. How would you like to go to Maui or over I've been to Honolulu. During, during the Thanksgiving uh, holiday. It would be uh, awesome. No. No. But, but you come back in time for nah, Thanksgiving. I don't go it would be fun from a broadcaster's perspective, John. Yes. I was actually thinking about this last night. when the, Every time they show Shulman and Billis, and they're just sitting there in their Hawaii oh, shirts, and it, it just looks like so much fun from a broadcasting I, perspective. I did an, an interview with the West Virginia pregame radio guy today uh, for a Sunday game upcoming, Bellarmine in West Virginia, and – I said, well, I'll see you Sunday after the interview. And he said, no, I'm with the women's team. I'm uh, actually in Puerto Rico with uh, uh, looking at the ocean right now. And I went. That was that was mean. I said, that's mean. That's I'm hanging up right now. Uh, Duke, oh. Duke beat LaSalle last night, 95-66. The uh, Blue Devils covered that one. Gonzaga in the consolation round put it on Syrac Syracuse. Not good. 76-57. Florida State upset 18th-ranked Colorado yesterday in overtime, 77-71. James Madison stayed undefeated. The 22nd-ranked Dukes beat Southern Illinois 82-76. And Bellarmine over Midway last night. I was there to call that game 77-56. 2.30 today, Ed, Tennessee and Kansas on ESPN2. Kansas is a one-point favorite. That'll be a slugfest. 5 o'clock right after that, or a half hour after it ends. Purdue and Marquette in the championship game of the Maui Classic. Both teams 5-0. and Purdue. That's ESPN, by the way, the, the uh, mothership. Purdue is a three-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. I'll go with Purdue. I think uh, Marquette might be a little worn Scooter, out. Scooter, Purdue, they Marquette? Played, they played some really good competition here. Who you I, got? Who I you would got? take Marquette with the points, getting the three-and-a-half. They look, three good. And a half? They look mm -hmm. really good last night. Yep. Let's go to the M&M Cartage hotline. We wondered where he'd been earlier. You, it asked. Is, is it him? It's him. Hello, Buzz. Hey, hey Buzz. Buzz. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Bud. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. Uh, I, we got yeah, no. Well, I just wanted to call and tell you all that I, I was on the field for uh, three of those Thanksgiving Day mail manual games back in the day. Ooh, did you win? Did your team win? You had to ask. <laughs> uh, that's what <laughs> that's what journalism is. You ask no. hard questions. Real quick, I remember yeah. uh, we did not. I remember one year. Manuel was a big favorite. I think Chris West was a junior. Chris West was a junior, 
and mail upset him. Uh, oh, I cannot think of the old fellow who coached at uh, Shawnee and coached uh, uh, from from your. He got a uh, got his team together, and Mail should not have been in the same building with Manuel. Well, the next year, Manuel proved that they shouldn't have beat him because Manuel beat him pretty handily. That's a great great rivalry, great game on Thanksgiving. The pageantry was was outstanding. I I miss it. Yeah, it was something where because it was the only game in town, and you didn't have all of the pro and uh, college games on TV as much back in the 50s and 60s. Uh, I've been to every male manual game since 1956, by the way. Well, my Uh, parents. Because of that, you'd have thousands of people out there. Right. Not quite Trinity St. X crowds, but good crowds. You'd have people who were normally high school football fans. My parents and and my family, they went to the male manual game back in the 50s. It was just your tradition on Thanksgiving Day. Row the bus. Absolutely. And, uh, I did play in 20, in front of 24,000. I'm pretty sure that was the biggest crowd that uh, the male manual game ever pulled in. Where did they play that game? It was at, uh, back then it was Fairground Stadium. Okay. And really? There were actually, there weren't, there were no bleachers on the visitor's side. Right. It was just the baseball stands at the time. So there were people standing 10, 15 deep. Behind the bench on that side of the field. Wow. It was crazy. I, I didn't realize they played the male manual game at the no, fairground. Wow, that's what year was that, if you don't mind me asking? I uh, I think they started playing there about nineteen fifty nine and I okay. played there in, in uh I was there on the field sixty five, sixty six and sixty seven games, only played in the final two as a sophomore. I was way, way down on the depth chart. <laughs> and uh, but played up there Played up there until the till it got away from being Thanksgiving and the and the crowds were getting smaller and smaller. But uh, well, did play at the fairgrounds for quite a while. What's ironic about the series is Buddy Fott, who went to Mail and played football at Western Kentucky University, he played at Mail. Well, he had more success than anybody uh, as the manual coach against Mail for years. I'm going to have to correct you, Ed. Buddy Fott played at Eastern Kentucky. You're going to start. I'm sorry. Oh, excuse uh, me. Yeah, he did. If first, Coach Fott is listening. <laughs> he, uh, first thing goes yeah, he won is like a memory. Seven straight games. And uh, David Wright, my cohort at Oak Globes Radio, played for Buddy Fott at Manual. Well, the first thing that goes is a memory, Ed, and the second thing is – I don't remember what the second thing is. <laughs> I, I, I like the, the Old Goats Radio. Uh, I got to tune Buzz, into that. Buzz, happy Thanksgiving. I hope uh, hope you have you, you and your family have a great holiday. Thanks for the call. Happy Thanksgiving. And to you guys looking forward to next week. See y'all. Thank you, bud. We'll take a break. Come back. The unsponsored six pack is on the other way. We'll look at the college football slate for the weekend as well, including why I'm so mad at the at the college football playoff committee. Spears on Spurts presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears, Ed Peak, Justin Kalen in studio. Our uh, two candidates for Caller of the Year, David and uh, Buzz, already called today to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. 
And I guess Ed's still a candidate, although Scoots, when's the last time Ed called? Yeah, no, Ed Ed does primarily studio shows now about once a week. So I think Ed's not in contention for caller here anymore. I've graduated to the studio. I don't I don't know if it's I don't know if it's graduation or not. It might be a step backwards, Ed. Have you seen where we're at here? I'm not gonna go there. Uh we don't have a door today. So they're putting new doors on. So that's a good thing. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh college football playoff. Yeah, by Playoff. The way, Thornton's uh, text line is open, 502-414-1450, as former coach Jim Mora would say. Playoff? Yes. All right, so this week, Washington has an impressive win on the road at Oregon State. Do we agree? Absolutely. Yes. Florida State has a debilitating injury, which they're not supposed to take into account, to Jordan Travis. They're still undefeated. They beat North Alabama by, I don't know, 45, something like that. Uh, 58 to 14. You can't tell me that the committee is not taking into account the injury to Jordan Travis. I think it's I think it's criminal. They Washington drop back to five, moves I guess. up to four, okay. and it was an impressive win by Washington. I don't want to take anything away from the Huskies. Road victory at Oregon State, who was ranked 11th at the time, great win. What if, what if Florida State wins the next two? Well, they'll be back in because Oregon State, Ohio State and uh, and Michigan have to play each other. Somebody's going to lose that game. And if Florida State remains undefeated, there's not going to be any way to keep them out of the playoffs. If they can beat Florida in Gainesville, and Florida's down. Right. And if they can beat Louisville and Charlotte without Jordan Travis, right. they're going to be in the playoff, in my opinion. They should be, my opinion. Here's, what, here's the big question I have. If Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game – what happens? Because Georgia's still going to be in. You can't take Georgia out. You can't. Do you take Alabama then? Well, then what's Texas say? We're we're 10-1. and one. We won the Big 12. We're 12-1. and one. We won the Big 12 championship, and we won in Tuscaloosa by 10 points. That's why we need 12. Well, we're going to have 12, but not this year. <laughs> Here's the problem I have, though. Washington had a great quality win, and they move up. Maybe they shouldn't have, but they did. Louisville, quality win on the road in Miami, a place that Louisville has never won before. And they fall. They don't fall, but they don't move ahead of Missouri, who struggled at home and beat Florida because they got a late completion and got in in line for a field goal and made it and beat Florida by two points. Watch that game. Missouri's good. Missouri's good. But if we are going to reward teams for winning – and take other teams that won and say, well, it wasn't as impressive, like Florida State. Let's move them back one. Why didn't Missouri get moved back behind Louisville? I don't understand it. I thought for sure that would be one of the first things that happened in the rankings this week, and I was uh, obviously sorely mistaken. Ed's got nothing to say about that, Scooter. He's talking <laughs> no, about I, everything I, I, else. He's got nothing to say right. about that. No, no, I agree with you a thousand percent. Florida State – should even though, and it's not going to matter in the long run. No, but still, the committee. Missouri's uh, not going to be in the SEC championship. Boo Corrigan, who's the athletic director at NC State, who's just a figurehead spokesman who says all the right things at the right times. Uh, I, I just, how can you take Florida State out? They won fifty-eight to fourteen. Thirteen. Excuse me, thirteen. They were down thirteen. I, I, I don't, I don't see. If I were a Florida State fan, I would not be happy. In my opinion. There could be chaos. 
You if, know, I would love it if there were chaos. I want, I want Texas because these dinglings that are on that are on the committee, they're going to have to work for their money. The texter says because Missouri schedules much harder than Louisville. I do not I agree with that. I do yeah, not disagree with that. That is correct. We're, but we're not talking about Louisville and Missouri. Well, I am. Okay. Well, I'm talking about what this committee does every week. They moved Georgia ahead of Ohio State after the first week. Why did they do that? Because Georgia blew out Tennessee, and uh, Ohio State seemingly struggled uh, in a couple of games where they were playing lower level Big Ten teams. They seemingly struggled. so. We're, we're talking here. As far as the committee is concerned, it's the eye test. And the eye and test the per- is apparently huge. The eye test is huge because the eye test they saw this week was Jordan Travis get a debilitating leg injury. Right. Florida State play a terrible team, and they saw Washington beat a really good Oregon State team on the road. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to move Washington ahead, even though they got the exact same record. I have, to, and to be fair, Washington's played a much tougher schedule than Florida State has. Even I have, though Florida State beat LSU in that opener, everybody forgets that. I have, I have no problems with Washington at all. But what, what's going to happen? Well, here's here's the outlier: the loser of the Ohio State Michigan game is out. I don't know that. What if it's uh, you know thirty five thirty four on a controversial call? Okay. Well, let, let, let's and say let's, let's say, say let's say Michigan beats Ohio State. Okay. Let's say Alabama beats Georgia. Alabama's out. Alabama's out. How can out. you leave Alabama out when they beat Georgia, who's because been number one if, for three years? Because if Texas runs the table, they've got Texas Tech this weekend, and then Oklahoma, probably Oklahoma, maybe Oklahoma, in the Big Twelve title game, and speaking they of, won at Tuscaloosa. Speaking of Oklahoma, they you can't put Alabama at this point unless Texas loses. You can't put Alabama ahead of Texas. You can't do well, it, no matter what that, they do. You're right there. You're right, but that's why we need twelve. And all those people who said, <laughs> "I don't want eight, I don't want nothing that's, but four. That's not the argument. Okay. All we're all we're talking about is which four should be in there this year. Well, here's who I think if should Washington be. Washington runs if, the table. First of all, they're going to have to beat Oregon again. Okay. In the yeah, in the Pac twelve title easy. game. What if Oregon beats them? Is Oregon now back in? Because they avenged the <laughs> one loss they had. Right? Right. 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 Exactly. I wanted five undefeated teams. I wanted each league to have an undefeated team and just look at the look at the committee and say who are you going to keep out? Well, when you say that, then okay, a Texas, but Texas who beats has Alabama, a loss. they have a loss. To Oklahoma. And they're Woo. probably going to get a chance to avenge that as well. It should be interesting. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. Be fun. There's going to be a – whoever's fifth is going to have an absolute legitimate argument of why – not understanding why they're not in the playoff. Is Ryan Day in trouble in Ohio State if they lose to Michigan? No. Mind? No, I don't think That's so. what I've heard all week. You know, that's, well, be, Ohio hey, State fans might hey, tell you that. Remember John Cooper? Yes, John I do. John Cooper had ten wins every year, but he couldn't beat Michigan, and guess what? He was gone. I have some friends coming down. This would be three straight for Michigan over Ohio State if they win. Ooh. Uh, I have some friends that are uh, <laughs> Buckeye fans that stand. They are absolutely dyed in the wool Buckeye fans. I'm going to talk to them about that. Scooter I'll do, report that back to you on uh, next Monday. Scooter, do I hear a uh, drum roll? You do now. It is now time for the unsponsored six pack. Three and three last week. Very uh, six and zero. Oh, I don't want to point this out but six and oh the week before that that was a lucrative week for me 38 and 32 on the season was with a couple ties six games over 500 here we go 
These are all SEC games, by the way. Yeah. Okay. And I'm giving a ton of points this week. Noon, LSU at home against Texas A&M. Jaden Daniels thinks he's still in the Heisman hunt. I believe he is as well. Brian Kelly thinks so, too. They want to kill Texas A&M. There's no Jimbo. I don't know if Bobby Petrino's there calling the plays still, but Texas A&M is playing out the slate, and LSU and Jaden Daniels want to put a big number up. They're only 11-point favorites at home. Give me LSU to crush Texas A&M. Real quickly, John, please tell me you saw the Texas A&M walk-on return group. Yes, I did. That was that freaking was cool. awesome. And they recovered a fumble, right? Yeah, that was so. That was awesome. All, all they uh, put all the walk-ons, all the walk-ons oh, were great, on the kickoff great. team, the twelfth man, and they yeah. forced a fumble head on the kickoff. Oh, I love it! It was I great. Love it. Yeah, three thirty, uh, Alabama at Auburn. I saw Auburn lose to New Mexico State last week, thirty-one to ten. I know this is one of those spots where Big Al the Fish would tell me, "Oh, this is a weird spread. Alabama's only 14 and a half over a bad Auburn team, and it's a rivalry game, and it's at Auburn, and Vegas knows what they're doing. I can't help it. I'm taking Alabama. Nick Saban's still trying to get style points. If they want to get in the playoff, they're going to have to kill Auburn. They're going to have to beat Georgia, and they're going to have to hope for some help. Agreed. I think they kill Auburn. They get the first step out of the way. I'm giving the 14 and a half. Scooter, I thought had something. Not, to say not that. big on that one. Rivalry. Seven thirty, another rivalry game. Georgia at Georgia Tech. Georgia is twenty four. I think the dogs can beat almost almost anybody by as many points as they want, and they are just going to say, "Let's kill Georgia Tech," so that no matter what happens against Alabama, where is that game? At Tech, we're still going to be in the playoffs. I'm giving the twenty four here. I'm taking wow. Georgia. They're that good. That's bold. Georgia That's Tech bold. can score some points. Yes, they but can. But there's a lot of teams that can score some points that didn't score points against Georgia. You're right. You're so right. I'm going to take Georgia and give the 24. So I'm giving, I don't know, 40 points, 45 points there in, uh, in I, uh, the college Should I run out right away and, and, and get me a combination ticket Absolutely. on all of those you just gave me? Absolutely. Pro games, uh, we talked about this one earlier. New England on the road at the Giants giving three. I got to take the Giants here. I know I know it's a bizarre spread. Giants looked good last week against Washington. Brian Dable, a former Belichick guy, he's a really good coach. And um, Giants have been not good. I think they're good this week. They beat New England outright. I'm taking the three. Cleveland plus three and a half at Denver. I'm going to disagree with Big Al, the fish, and, and uh, Tony. I'm going to disagree with Scooter here. That Cleveland defense is really, really good. I'm – they may not win this game, but I'm taking two and a half in Cleveland against just about everybody because their defense is so good. I don't think Denver's all that great. Well, they won four in a row. They beat Buffalo. They've played much better. I'm True. Taking, but I'm True. taking Cleveland. And Kansas City minus nine at Las Vegas. The Chiefs are mad. I know Taylor's not going to be there. Um, Patrick Mahomes is uh, answering a lot of questions he doesn't want to answer about his receivers not being able to catch the ball. That's going to be a uh, focus this week. And the Raiders pro- finally, I think, come back to earth. Give me the Chiefs. I'm going to give the Raiders nine points, even though that game is in Vegas. Man, you got me. You got me on tilt wanting to switch that <laughs> one. But uh, I'm going to. I'm going to stick with what I got. By the way, I didn't take any of the five and six teams this week. Trying to get into bowl games. Look out for the five and six teams. Nebraska at home against Iowa, twelfth, seventeenth uh, ranked Iowa, but Nebraska is favored in that game. 
Mississippi State, Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, they're getting 10 from Ole Miss. Ole Miss is good. Mississippi State needs a win to get into a bowl game. And it's at Starkville? It's in Stark, Vegas. Hmm. Look out for that one. And I had one other 5-16. and 16. Washington State at Washington. Washington State was good early in the year. They haven't been good lately. Played better last week. Washington's at home. This is a dangerous spot. If the Huskies were at home, I'd definitely take What's the spread? Uh, 16 and a half. I think I'll take uh, Washington State. I'm going to take, uh, take Louisville and give the seven just like Ed did this week as well. Thanks for listening. See you Monday. Spears on Sports presented by m M&M and Cartage on the Big X. <laughs>